Hello and welcome to K-Pop Companion, where each week we'll take a deep dive into one Korean pop song, why I like it a lot, and how you can branch out from there. This is the second episode of the second season. I am your host, Evan Walsh. This episode is about I'm So Hot, a song released by Momoland on March 20th, 2019. Momoland is a girl group that debuted on November 10th, 2016, with eight members. However, on April 9th, 2017, they added one additional member to form their current lineup of nine. They're known for their upbeat songs featuring saxophones and horns. Today's song, I'm So Hot, is off of their fifth mini-album, titled Show Me. Now that you know all that, let's listen to the beginning. So we've got that really neat uh, sound of a cassette tape being put into a tape deck. And then we get a very fast but subtle beat. Uh, and then the trumpet with the high pass filter on it sets up this very, uh, very swing style, almost, you know, uh, early 19th century kind of vibe with the music, which is in keeping with what Momoland goes for. They like to use a lot of horns, a lot of brass instruments, and uh, if you throw a trumpet in there, you're going to get that uh, kind of retro vibe. But (laughs) when I say retro, I mean, normally people say that to mean, I don't know, 80s, 70s, 60s, but we're talking like 40s, 30s, 20s, that kind of thing. And then we've got a uh, a little vocal hook here. There's lots of little vocal samples and uh, vocal transitions in the song, so Let's see what it's transitioning us into. So that very fast and subtle beat turns into a less subtle beat, but a much slower one, actually half time there at the beginning of the verse. And you get a little bit of that trumpet that's cutting in and out. It is maybe slightly abrupt at times, but uh, they're going for a very electronic, uh, overly produced almost vibe. Uh, You're getting lots of little synth flourishes going on underneath Nancy here, who's providing some very smooth, uh, some silky smooth uh, vocal delivery, which contrasts to the, you know, the hip hop vibe, the uh, trap beat vibe going on there. And then it switches up to the higher tempo dance style beat, which is going to carry us through a lot of the song. We, we may yet revisit that uh, slower tempo beat, but for now, uh, that's what we got. It's a, it's a catchy upbeat pop dance song (laughs) not much more to say so it builds at the end in a really interesting way because it's got this bubbly sort of snare sound that goes all the way up which is not unheard of you know something that's sort of a snare roll that's going up and up and up and up in pitch and then it goes back down right at the end and uh when i heard that at first it uh really grabbed me and i don't know if you caught it but 
like it. <laughs> anyway, let's check out this pre-chorus. <laughs> So that jangly piano comes in, and I feel like it was the missing piece here for the style of song they were going for, the very retro vibe. And uh, this is also where Momoland's vocal prowess really comes in, in a major way. Jane has some bold vocals, the contrast to Yeonwoo's more delicate vocals, but uh, I think it's something that really works. Again, <laughs> this is where I... Shout from the rooftops about contrast in pop songs, but it remains true. Uh, with all these different members, they are using the contrasting elements very, very effectively. So uh, we get a big drum fill at the end of this pre-chorus, and then we are on to the chorus. <laughs> So that trumpet comes back, we get this huge, full, four-on-the-floor beat, and uh, get a little bit of the vocal hook coming in there. It's not a super complicated chorus as far as what vocals are going on there, but uh, it's really a lot of fun. Uh, there's also the basses in there bouncing around in the, the background. I recommend listening to this on really nice headphones, maybe not in podcast form where I do have to reduce the audio quality to keep download sizes down and in the end this podcast is not meant to distribute high quality music in a high quality format uh it's meant to expose you to high quality music you can seek out on your own uh this course is really showing i think why momoland is so popular uh it's just very very fun very very bouncy stuff uh, I think I say bouncy too much on this program. <laughs> but the point is, it's it's really fun. And I think it makes you want to get up and dance or at least kind of move around or tap your foot or something. And uh, again, I, I put this to the test. I've listened to it very loud in my car, and it sounds really good, and it makes me feel good. And I think that's one of the big tests <laughs> as far as pop music goes. Do I enjoy listening to it while I drive? Um also, if you check out the music video or any live performances of this song, uh, I will link the music video in the show notes, as I always do. But the dance for the chorus here, uh, the theory is that they made it intentionally kind of simple so that it would catch on with people on social media and it would be really easy for people to do. And uh, looking at it, uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but it does look fun to do if I was into K-pop dancing, which uh, <laughs> I guess I am. I do enjoy watching it. I could see myself uh, learning the dance for this song and uh, doing it in private because it would be embarrassing, I think, to have anybody watch me 
do that sort of dance. But again, I, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I don't think you should be ashamed of liking what you like as long as it isn't harmful to anyone or yourself. Then, uh, you know, go ahead and like it. <laughs> I'm sure those words will come back to bite me somehow. But the point is, maybe, maybe you want to learn this dance, this song. Maybe you want to hear more of it to determine if you'd like to dance. Well, let's check out the post-chorus. <laughs> So we've got the infamous K-pop rap break. I'll admit that I called this the post-chorus, but you could call it the beginning of verse 2, and you could call the next part the second part of verse 2, not verse 2 proper. But I think in this case, it is a good post-chorus. It is a bridging element in between the chorus and the next verse. And if you don't agree, well, why don't you start your own podcast, all right, buddy? You think you're so cool. Anyway... The instrumental here is like the beginning of verse 1, but the delivery is different. Instead of the silky smooth uh, Nancy vocals, you've got Jewy here providing... Wow, I really hit hit the Jewy! <laughs> uh, you've got um, you know, her very playful rap. And then you've got Hyebin's halting... not I say stuttering, but not that she was stuttering, but it was just the, uh, the, the nature of the flow of her vocals was uh, very fun to listen to. And in Jewie's part, the uh, interjection of Yaya between her, uh, her words there is really, really fun. And uh, normally in Momoland songs, the rap break would be handled by Daisy, who could not participate in this song along with Teha, uh, they didn't participate in the comeback for this mini-album at all, and that was due to health and personal reasons. But uh, it did give Jewy a time to uh, shine here in this song, but I encourage you to check out their other songs, which would feature uh, Daisy rapping, which is great. <laughs> so now we're on to the second part of verse 2, or just verse 2 proper, and uh, let's see what is going on there. So we are back to that uh, exciting dance pop instrumental. We also get Nancy here, who provided the, uh, uh, again, the slower lyrics uh, the slower vocals at the beginning of the song now she is getting her time to shine with the more up-tempo stuff with more intense vocals and that's great here uh i want to talk quickly about the offbeat here which is when the snare typically hits it's very layered uh, in this case it's mostly a clap sample but there's a little bit of that snare drum sneaking in and uh it's one of those it's one of those things when I listen to these songs, when I really focus in on an element, I'm like, wow, there's there's a lot of depth here. Pop music production is intense. And I, I aspire someday to produce music half as competent as what's going on here. 
Um, you may have also noticed some more of those vocal sample transitions. I absolutely love them in this song. And uh, now we are on to the pre-chorus. So let's check that out. So it is the same but different. And here are the reasons why I like it. <laughs> First, we get that contrast again, but instead of with uh, Jane and Yangwu, we are getting Ain and Yangwu. And uh, usually they bring in Jane for those big, powerful vocals. You'll hear it on other songs. But this goes to show that Ain is no slouch when it comes to these things. And uh, she has some really awesome parts in some other Momoland songs that uh, I, I recommend going on YouTube. You can look up these songs, and if you look for the color-coded lyrics videos on YouTube, you'll see that people will go and, uh, in the video, put up the members on the screen as they're the ones singing, so it helps you differentiate, and you can find out who you like, and um, it, it really helps with these groups where, you know, there are nine members here. You may not always recognize them when you're first getting into them. I don't know if I've ever shouted out those color-coded lyrics videos. They're uh, super helpful when preparing for this podcast and just doing my own research. Um, that jangly piano is back, and I love it, and I love that they're not overusing it. And you've also got those intense layered vocals here. It's bringing up the drama while not necessarily needing to add a ton to the production. So, that's great. And now we are coming to the big chorus that all this drama is building up to. So, let's take a listen. Ejected the cassette tape. The song is over. The huge, huge chorus there at the end. There's lots of treble coming from those cymbals and from the trumpet in the chorus, but it is a very balanced mix, and I think it really shows here at the end of the song where there are the most elements going on that it it feels layered, it feels complex, but it doesn't feel crowded to me at least. But I I do like really complex and. Uh, <laughs> near overwhelming music. So you've got some additional vocals coming in here, a call and response thing uh, with 
Jane and some of the other members that help increase the drama even more. And then we get some chanting in the background. It is the big finish. It feels like this is something they could end a live performance with. Or just, you know, if they wanted to go into a ballad or something, you need to have a huge burst of energy just to get it all out of the crowd at once. So, uh, yeah. They don't have to change up the instrumental much to make things eminently more dramatic because one of the most effective instruments a K-pop group has are the members' vocals. So, now we're at the end. But the question that remains is, where do you go from here? Well, if you like Momoland, I've recommended them on this show before, but there is one song I've not recommended yet, and that is Boom Boom. like the production of Momoland's songs and you'd like to hear something else from that producer in a similar style but still different they're a distinct group uh dia and their song wuwa like to hear something that's closer to a typical bubblegum pop song uh you could try love bomb by Fremis nine If you'd like to hear something that is really close to Momoland, but from a newer group, you can get in on the ground floor. Why not try Wi-Fi by Saturday? Finally, if you want something that's got that bubblegum pop edge to it, but is a little retro and gives you a slightly different vibe, which is, you know, a similar idea to what Momoland is going for, try I Mean 
by Unity. that we are at the end of our time together this week i hope you enjoyed this it is a slightly shorter episode but uh you know momo land they uh they get right to the point so you can find a playlist and links to all of these songs in the show notes in the summary in the description whatever your podcast client calls it that's where it is if you want to learn more about the show you can go to kpopcompanion.com and find out information about all the episodes I've done so far. If you'd like to contact me in regards to the show, you can do two different things. <laughs> you can do email, podcast at kpopcompanion.com, or Twitter, twitter.com slash kpopcompanion, or at kpopcompanion if you're already signed in, if you're already doing the Twitter thing. You know how it works. And now... The most you could do for me, and the least you could do, and the thing I hope you will do, is you will go to iTunes and leave a review. Any kind of rating on there helps. doesn't have to be five stars. Be honest, be helpful, be constructive. Don't be mean. I've already got three five-star reviews. I have a perfect rating. Are you going to accept that? Is that right? I hope so. But if it isn't, let me know. And tell your friends. That's the best way to get this show more popular and, uh, you know, can help me keep going. I like seeing the numbers go up. Who doesn't? Anyway, that's it for this week of K-Pop Companion. I'm Evan Walsh. I'll catch you next week. <laughs>